Hello and welcome to Sticky from the Inside, the employee engagement podcast that looks at how to build stickier, competition-smashing, consistently successful organisations from the inside out. I'm your host, Andy Gorham, and I'm on a mission to help more businesses turn the lights on behind the eyes of their employees, light the fires within them, and create tons more success for everyone. This podcast is for all those who believe that's something worth going after and would like a little help and guidance in achieving that. Each episode, we dive into the topics that can help create what I call stickier businesses, the sort of businesses where people thrive and love to work and where more customers stay with you and recommend you to others because they love what you do and why you do it. So if you want to take the tricky out of being sticky, listen on. Okay, if we're lucky enough, we can recall what it feels like to work at a truly great place where everybody there gets what they're there to do, knows exactly how they contribute to the overall success of the business, and it just feels like everyone is pulling in the same direction. It can feel amazing. Nowadays, there are awards for the best places to work from, established places like the Sunday Times Best Companies to Work For, and other awards like Glassdoor's Top 50 Best Places to Work in the UK. And also, you can get certification for this kind of stuff from places like Great Place to Work. But what does it practically take to get on such a list? And what are the benefits of achieving such status for the people within it, the business and the employer brand? Well, today I'm joined by Caroline Cuthbertson from Sky Betting and Gaming, a company who recently made it onto that glass door list as one of the best places to work in the UK. Caroline looks after the marketing strategy for their employer brand and uses market research to influence the ways in which to position Sky Betting and Gaming as a great place to work and authentically inspire talent to work there. And she also uses all the feedback from employees to help guide decision making going forwards so caroline is very well placed to help us with today's questions so without further more ado from me hi caroline how are you doing hi yeah i'm great thank you really pleased to be on my first podcast so thank you for having me your first (laughs) podcast how very exciting and and that you chose sticky from the inside for that that's great brilliant so caroline we met on a a live webinar recently we were talking about things like employee voice fantastic but yeah. what have you been up to recently what's what's sort of taking your time at the moment oh i was thinking about this before and there's quite a few different things i'll pull out a couple so um i a big part of my role is supporting our recruitment team with um any roles that we have live in the market so i recently launched a recruitment marketing campaign for our software engineers um so i launched that in may it's going really well some really strong positive results so that's really exciting so yesterday i just pulled together all of the results from may so that was great um and then something really exciting that i'm working on is um, launching our first employer brand tracker so this is going to give us much more understanding of our external audiences. How do they perceive working for us? How aware are they of sky betting and gaming? And what what are the reasons for people rejecting us? And we'll be able to track this on a 
much regular basis. So every sort of six months and we'll be much more KPI driven thinking about how are we shifting the dial? How are we improving our awareness or, or whatever it is that we've I've identified as areas that we want to improve? So that's going to be a really big milestone for our employer brand externally to launch that. And I'm really proud that I'm doing that with our in-house market research team. Um, so yeah, that's super exciting. So I'm been working on that at the moment. It sounds like you're really sort of upping the the stakes, if you like, without wanting to use a gambling pun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, in, yeah. in dealing with that employer brand, right? Taking it really seriously. Yeah, it's all about getting feedback from, we're a business that just love to receive feedback, um, whether that's externally, we want to understand how people feel about working for us. To, what are those reasons to not consider us? How can we improve that? Um, and Obviously, internally, we're very focused on how do we make sure that we build a great place to work. So, yeah, research is at the at the foundation of every bit of strategy for me. Well, you're in a good place to start talking about what makes a really great place to work. We we like nothing more than to talk about this topic on this on this podcast. And listen, let's be honest it's it's doubly interesting, I think, with the company that you work for. Now, in my past, you know, I worked for a, for a gambling business for. A, for a long time. I didn't ever wake up one day and go, you know what, I really need to work in gambling. It just kind of happened. And when you work for a company like that, it comes with a lot of uneducated stigma, I think. You know, people have impressions about what gambling companies are like. So to have with me today somebody who looks after the employer brand of a gambling company that's just made it onto one of the UK's best places to work list, I think is a great, great thing for us to sort of talk through because there's extra things you probably have to deal with your, with your employer brand in that context, right? Yeah, definitely. That's maybe, I mean, I always feel proud to work here, but I, I generally am extremely proud to, to be a part of um, a business that we do have challenges. It makes my role really exciting. So yeah, it comes with its challenges, but that's what we all want, isn't it? We want a challenge. We want to see that we can make a difference. So yeah, there's lots of great things that come along with being part of our industry and things that we need to change. And that's great to be a part of that change. Um, so, yeah. That's a great attitude. And I love the word or the words that you're proud to work in because that's a great signal that you really do work for a great place. Yeah. You know, if people are openly saying, yeah, like, I'm really, really proud to work here. That's a pretty good signal, right? That's a good place to start. So yeah. this topic we're talking about today, let's start with this award. Tell us about that. You, you You've just recently kind of achieved this uh, this status what is it what does it mean how did it happen tell us the story yeah so um yes Glassdoor top um 50 best places to work so we we ended up getting on this award um it's through advocacy isn't it it's it's all about um having our people really give insights into what it's like to work at sky betting and gaming and we've not paid to be a part of this award and I think that in my eyes, um, makes this ward even more special because it is literally down to our people sharing what it's like to work here. And there's various different measures and ways that Glassdoor will analyse all the companies and the reviews. But ultimately, it's all, it's all about um, the quantity of the reviews that you have, the quality. So in terms of quality, it's um, you need the reviews need to be you know, vivid, they need to explain and give insights about 
what what's great about working there but also things that maybe aren't so great because we're not absolutely perfect there's always going to be people will have experiences that aren't brilliant um so having that quality that will give somebody a real insight is important and then the consistency which I think is really a really critical point it's not just a something that you can just you know send an email out to the whole business say send your reviews in we just want you to give us our your reviews because that just feels completely forced and that's that's not how you get on the list it's about consistently finding those ways to um prompt people to leave a review not just to dl all the whole business and for and almost force people to just leave a really great review because you're just not going to get anywhere um and i think for the sky betting and gaming we we always want feedback from our people we have pulse surveys that go out through the business internally to find out how they feel about working here so it feels right to do it you know the glass store reward is that but for an external audience to view that feedback so yeah that it's it's it felt absolutely amazing when we when we won the award and um the buzz I think the, the biggest thing that I really loved was seeing how proud everybody else was to share the news in the business oh, I can and imagine that was a great feeling right it was great yeah we shared it on our internal channel um we made a piece of creative that people could all just like copy and share on their social channels and it just absolutely exploded everybody was so proud and they were sharing their own stories about working here and that just shows the benefit of this because again you're getting people sharing their story their authentic story starting to show a different side to sky betting game we're not just a a gambling company we we're so much more than that we're a brilliant place to work we're exciting we help you grow this oh there's so many things I could reel off about how amazing <laughs> it is. you do start to see um why people love it and that's so that just reinforces why we got the award as well because you see people sharing it and being proud so it shows how authentic the recognition was for us yeah <laughs> well look, I think that's fantastic I think the words authentic and proud are brilliant if we just take a pause for some people perhaps listening to this who aren't fully aware of what Glassdoor is or or does I mean this is effectively a business focused employee uh, feedback site right where employees are asked a whole bunch of questions about leadership the company what goes on what's good what's bad there's an exit interview process there's all sorts of things in there that aim I guess to give a real view of what it's like to work for a specific company and all these reviews, all these statements, all these comments are out in the open, right? This is a it's a public forum. There's nowhere to there's nowhere to hide there. And I don't think you get to get in there and edit <laughs> edit those reviews no, and delete the ones no. you don't like. So it's no, it's I think that word authentic is a is a great one to use because it's about as real as it gets. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. You can't remove anything, you can't delete, you can't yeah, it's all there. It's it's very transparent. So yeah. And because it is transparent, if you go back to what you said, if you did send out the um, the response template, here, please write us a nice review. And by the way, if you can't write us a review, here are some words we'd like you to use. Yeah, that's just going to show. That's going to oh, show oh, no. like, clear as day. In fact, when you do go through Glassdoor, the really good companies respond to every piece of feedback personally and mm-hmm. individually. The really bad ones on there, you could. It's just a templated response, and and it stinks, and it sh- it stands out yeah. a mile off. But that's my own pet peeves, right? We don't want to still yeah. get, get get into that. So, <laughs> what 
inspired the company to sort of go after this in the first place? Is it have you been working on that platform on Glassdoor for a for a, a, a long time? Is it a recent thing? Where's it all come from? So um we yeah, we uh, we have a company page on there, we've worked with Glassdoor, but I think more than that, we know the influence that it has on our external talent and attracting new talent into the business. We um it's essentially the trip well, we always say it's a trip advisor for jobs, isn't it? So Absolutely. You get that honest insights. And um we know that we want to give people that honest look. We internally get an honest look at how our people are feeling. So we want to reflect that externally so people can make the right decision because we might not be the right place for you. And that's okay, but we might be for a lot of other people and that's okay, that's great as well. So um, we know it has an influence on um, people's decision to apply for a job and consider us. So that's why it's important for my talent attraction. I think, as I said earlier, we have such a it's always on um feedback is so important to us internally so um encouraging honest feedback is part of who we are we want feedback and so Glassdoor fits in really well because it is literally asking for feedback but something that will be shown externally so it fits well within what we want internally from our people so yeah that's how that's what inspired it a few different things well I mean we met on that Engage for Success webinar, I mean, and the topic was employee voice, right, which mm-hmm. we, we know is a proven pillar of, yeah. um, of employee engagement, right? And so that employee voice coming through on something like this platform is, is really important. Yeah. Um, but the mechanics of making employees feel confident enough to leave feedback yes. is a much deeper thing. So yeah. what, what's been behind the business's push for getting that employee voice out there, listened to and and acted upon? So um, I can't take the credit for this. So Clive, who is our head of talent acquisitions, done an absolutely brilliant job at um, finding those, um, those touch points in the employee lifecycle that can help to prompt um, a review. We want people to leave feedback when they're still in the business as well as when they've obviously left. Um, so it's important to get that balance. We don't just want it to be full of reviews of people who have maybe left the business, but also people that are currently still here. Um, so finding those, um, yeah, those touch points is really important. Um, and, and as I've said, we've done that throughout the year. It's not that we've decided, right, we need to just drive as many reviews. We haven't got many reviews from this particular set of people. So we need to drive this. It's, it's very, very natural and not, we're not targeting specific groups of people. We just want to get as many variety as possible because then it'll just it'll just look completely contrived. And we don't want to, I don't want to attach Glassdoor just purely to a recruitment drive. It's it's not for that. This is a long-term opportunity to build our brand and, and to build the perceptions that people have about working for us through the employee voice. So it's not um, about using Glassdoor as a tactic to um, help with a recruitment drive, if that makes sense. No, look, 100%. I mean, you don't get the good reviews unless good things are happening within the company right so it's part of a wider strategy of creating a great place to work and Mm -hmm. driving driving employee engagement right and you don't get the results without putting in the work and so there must be a a whole bunch of work behind driving those Mm. those feelings of trust and empathy and nowadays 
well-being all wrapped up in really strong communication so yeah. i would imagine that's in your in your kit bag <laughs> yeah manage, right yeah yeah so as i've alluded to earlier we um we have a, a pulse survey that goes out to the business to understand where what people are feeling and where are those areas that maybe we need to really focus our attention on um and um i sit within the wider people team and our role is to ultimately make sure that we are creating the best place for work for people so if we know that we really need to focus on on well-being we will we will action on that feedback and we will improve our offering change it whatever we need to do within reason to to make sure that um our people we start to see positive trends in certain areas where we've maybe seen um drop-offs obviously covid has um put lots of um, has brought attention to different areas of um, the employee experience, particularly as we said around well-being. What can we mm. do there to really make sure that people have that break, they have that work-life balance? So we've done so many, we've implemented so many different strategies and initiatives to make that bring that to life, and we've started to see that massively improve. So I think our people know that we listen, and we openly. Every Friday, or, or I don't know if we change that to every fortnight, but we have a live Q and A with our leadership team. People come in, they ask questions. Uh, you know, we we answer them. We then take it away. You know, we're constantly open to people giving us feedback, telling us how they feel. We don't just ask for it, and not do anything. We do action on it, and I think that builds up that trust. Oh my goodness! I mean, that is so important. I can't tell you the number of surveys now that either help companies with or have reviewed in the past. And they're all done with the best intentions, but you, but people wonder why the changes they seek haven't happened, right? And there yeah. are a multitude of reasons, but some of the biggest stuff is right there in the verbatim yeah. comments saying, yeah. well, there's no point me really feeding back because nothing ever happens and there's no actions taken. So why bother? And I think this is the thing that too many companies mm-hmm. seem to get wrong they're great they set these things up they ask the questions they answer the questions they want to answer and then kind of just push aside and ignore the others maybe some of the tougher ones or maybe the ones that they're not going to take action on but it's just as important to go back and say well we're not going to do that and here's the reason why Mm -hmm. right because Mm -hmm. You can't do everything everybody wants that's just chaos (laughs) but you if you open the door to feedback you got to respond to it. So it sounds like that's a really important thing yeah, for you as a business. Really yeah, it really is. So what, what's the, been the benefits so far for the employer brand? Um, how's it affected it? I mean, there's, there's lots of different things we can track to see the impact. So things like um, the impact that it's had on our company page on Glassdoor, more people seeing it, visiting it, interested in it, reading our reviews um, has definitely been clear since we've announced the award. Our organic searches, people, again, people finding us, knowing about us, it puts us on the map a little bit to people that probably wouldn't even know that we're an employer. Given the the industry that we're in and the people that we, we attract in terms of talent, um, they, they might not even use our products. So they might not know about us at all. And then they suddenly think, oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even know about sky betting and gaming before I joined. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I sort of had an awareness, but I just never even considered it. But I saw the job and I was like, yeah, absolutely. And, and that was it. But it puts us on the map and puts us there in front of people that 
just probably wouldn't even know much about us. And um, goes back to what we were saying earlier, there's challenges around um, our industry. And I don't want to dwell on it too much because we are where we are and we're, we're, we're proud and we're proud of what we do from a safer gambling standpoint. We know that we do everything we can to keep our customers safe and we're working hard to continue that. But we these awards and the reviews and the employee voice start to show more about who we are as a place to work and pull out key association brands that great brand associations um so i believe that this will impact on yeah those perceptions the amount of people that are more aware of us now and would probably start to consider us and start to learn a little bit more about us maybe start to follow our social channels we've seen more people following us on linkedin and engaging with us on our channels so it definitely has a real domino effect on people thinking oh skybiting gaming hmm, not really sure let me start to learn a little bit more about them and let me see what what people are saying about them well it gives you an opportunity to share the company's values yeah, and yeah. What, you, what you stand for as a business as opposed to the betting products yes because i I think this is the important thing of an employer brand because what you're trying to do is you're trying to get that that match up of employee values and company values because if the mindset or values match up you've got a much better opportunity to have a long fruitful relationship between employee and and company and so i think businesses that take employer brand seriously uh, mm-hmm. like you guys are doing are putting themselves in a much better shop window because mm-hmm. people are understanding who they're coming to work for what they stand for and they can work out before they turn up whether there's a match yeah yeah so you, you so I, I would have thought that some of the benefits you guys see would be i guess less attrition rate of mm-hmm. uh, new employees who come in and go Ooh, what's what what's this yes. Yeah, uh, and retention improves, and recruitment costs must go down as a result. Of this because you're already saying you're acting like that tractor beam, dragging people towards you because you're telling an interesting story through your employer brand. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, it absolutely has impacted on the people coming in. They know they think they know what they expect, and then they come in, and, and it is actually what meets their expectations. And um, we do survey new starters when they come in see how they feel about working for us and then have a look at that in six months time. Are they still feeling that? And, and we've definitely noticed that that is consistent. We're not, we're not selling, we're not here to sell this dream that we don't all live um, and live and breathe. It's, it's so important that we focus on ensuring that our people that are here currently have the best place. They feel like they live our values that they're authentic they're an authentic representation representation of what it's really like to be here before we then go out with a big old singing and dancing campaign about working here because that just doesn't feel right we, mm. we shouldn't be focusing on our external audiences until we know internally that's what people feel because our people can spot a mile off when we're absolutely we say we have this amazing whatever and we don't or they don't have this experience mm. So that's super important. And yeah, that doesn't impact on people wanting to stay here because they know that this is what they thought it would be and more, hopefully. No, I think it's true. I mean, I I read a a good piece. I wouldn't say I necessarily agreed with everything that that it said, but there was a good piece in um, the Harvard Business Review recently, and it gave like 12 tips 
mm. um, of what it takes to become a great place to work. And, mm. and and some of those were material things, which is where I I sort of – I don't fall out with it, but it, it, I think it's a bit deeper than some of those things. And My yes, heart, it, what they say? Well, I think – I mean, look, first up, it covers the the table stake stuff of pay, paying everybody a living a living wage, right? Okay. I yeah. mean, you've got to have the table stakes. Um, yeah. What anybody says about engagement, if you if you're not getting paid properly for it, you, you've mm. got you've got a problem. But you've got to make I think you've got to make employment more than just the money. Or having said that, another piece in HBR talked about eight different types of employees, and, and there are guys. Look, the check is the check is the check, and that's what they work for. They, yeah. They're never going to get more engaged, right? Mm. But, but this piece, it really talked about making the switch as an employer from trying to get more out of people to investing in them and mm. their well-being and their growth and trying to address the four core needs, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental in their in their approach to things. So, so trying to provide things that that covered off all four of those states. But you know there was there was things in there like I mean you can tell it was an American piece you know provide a gym a well equipped gym so mm-hmm. people can focus on fitness yeah and mm-hmm. that's not entirely practical for mm-hmm. for for everybody but I get the kind of uh, mindset provide healthy food including in the vending machines yep great but again not entirely practical for everybody but but in, in general I I agree with the piece because it's 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 talking about the deeper effects the things like two-way reviews between employee and supervisor or manager so as well as you being having that conversation about how your performance is and how you're feeling personally um and and what you can do to kind of improve and grow you get the opportunity to feed back to your supervisor on things well you know perhaps you're not as good at this as you are or i think that's really really helping or if there's some other things that you could help me by doing x y and z it's an interesting piece i'll attach it to the to the show notes but from from your perspective, and you mentioned COVID, right, and and well-being, it's a topic we can't avoid really talking about. What are some of the things that your employees have been saying have, have challenged them in the in the in the last I don't know year, eighteen months, and and how have you guys had to respond to those things? Yeah, well-being we identified pretty early on. Well, we we sort of knew that this was going to be a real challenge, particularly for those employees who maybe live on their own and they're completely cut off now from, from working life. We very quickly implemented um, a communication strategy that brought in a lot of the fun, engaging um, activities that brings to life a bit our culture in, you know, in the living rooms of everybody we called it good vibes for the tribe. So we, we did some really fun um, online like games and lots of different things. We knew that what is important to our people is still having a voice and, and still being able to know what's happening in the business, not being so cut away. When we we're in the office, we had regular, I mean, I was only in the office for five months, but I could see immediately the impact of, you know, we had regular pitches, pitch presentations, and we could hear what's happening in the trading team, what's happening in, in gaming and, and bet, and what what's going on. And we know that that's still important to feel connected to what's happening in in the business, um, as well as feeling connected to your your colleagues. Um, so we kept running our regular 
pitch presentations virtually, live Q&As, as as I've mentioned with our leadership team, so that our people could still see our leadership team um, and feel like they had a voice and they can be heard and be listened to. I guess it still fits in with well-being, but work-life, the work-life balance element, the flexibility. I feel that at the very beginning stages of lockdown, people felt like they still couldn't really break away. They almost needed a bit, a little bit of permission. And we were like, you don't need permission. Please do whatever you need to do to um, work around your um, your day. And that constant, the lead, the leadership team had done a brilliant job at always um, sending out really strong messages about, you, you know, please don't be tied to your desk, go away, work around your schedules, do whatever you can to make sure that um, fits around you and, and your other commitments now that life is home life has become work as well we still need to keep other things going even in lockdown making sure people feel like they can still grow they can still develop they can still learn and and another thing that we've noticed that's really important is showing what we do to give back to our communities and how we support our local communities so a lot of our communications have been around how we we um at the moment our charity partner of the year is Macmillan. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing a lot of fundraising activities through lockdown. Um, but just sharing like how do we make an impact on our communities and how do we um give back has also been something that's called out as, as quite important. You know, there's probably well, lots of other things, but yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it's amazing because it- I mean, trying to keep a culture alive during the last 12, 18 months has been such a challenge for so many places. And, you know, there have been as many success stories as there have failures to that account. So it's interesting to hear the sort of range of activities that you've been doing and the response from the employees to those those activities has been positive. Yeah. Yeah, really positive, particularly around around the leadership team and their presence has been well received um having those opportunities to just even though sometimes that they post anonymous questions but just being able to post a question to somebody who they probably wouldn't really necessarily like have a meeting with just being able to like see their question be answered is is great and our people have seen all of the great work that our people team have been doing to focus on like a, a really clear well-being strategy personal growth so yeah, it's been received really well, and we've been able to see a, an increase in um, the sentiment around those key areas. Um, but we're still tracking them. Things can dip, and and we're constantly tracking it so that we can always pivot and change and and, and improve the ways that um, yeah we, we, where we need to. I think that's a really important point because it, it's a it's a constant job. It's it's yeah. not a once every six months we pull back the curtains and have a little look inside and see what's happening. And then we yeah. do a survey and then we make some comments and we yeah. put in some beanbags and some lovely healthy food in the vending machine <laughs> yeah. and, and the world and the world is a happy place. It's much more constant than that. And I think mm-hmm. that the very fact that the leadership team are present yes. and are open and will feedback and that they do that over a, a consistently long period of time, that's what builds that, that trust between the leadership team and, and the employees, right? That that knowledge that they are there, they are open. The question is going to get answered. It, it, it it's a it's a much deeper thing than the sort of dip in dip out thing, and that's what breeds, I think, that sense of trust and empathy and and all those. Yeah. Things. So really important. You've mentioned so many different things that you've been going yeah. uh, and doing to sort of drive this 
this feeling of engagement and uh, being a great place to work. I mean, we I personally could talk about this f- forever, but people have stuff to do and yeah. they can't, as much as I'd love them to, they can't sit about listening to my podcast forever. So we got to the part in the show that I like to call sticky notes. And yeah. <laughs> what I'm looking for here, Caroline, is three simple takeaways that you could fit on a post-it note that mm. people can take away from the end of the show and think about how they could improve their employee brand or improve employee voice uh, in their business going forward. So if you were to leave behind three sticky notes, what would your sticky notes be? Okay. So one of them would be um, build your brand from the inside out. Think about improving the experience of your own people before you go out with a singing and dancing recruitment campaign bring you know bring your people along the journey with you when you're running these these campaigns to attract talent so make sure that they're authentic um and the third one build a um a place of trust that people can feel that their their voice gets heard people want to be heard they want to be listened to so make sure that you give people an environment where um they have trust that what they say does get heard. There are three, I think, succinct messages in there. Mm. Firstly, building a brand from the inside out and being authentic in the way that you do that is important because then people really get to see what the business is about, not just the product, right? It's what it's like inside. That's what's really important because that's where people are going to be working, right? Yeah. That second piece about having authentic campaigns and putting your people in the middle of them. I mean, yeah, that's, that's great. And then the third one about, I mean, you could leave it and just listen because yeah, that's strong listen. enough, right? But, yeah. but but listen and trying to build a place of trust where people feel that their feedback is listened and actioned on. I don't think that's a bad post-it note. So look, I love them. Three great sticky notes there, yeah. Caroline. Really good. No one will ever know this was your first podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm very, very honored that you chose uh, Sticky from the Inside to do that on. Um, Thank you for all of your candor and your insight. And uh, it's been absolutely lovely to talk to you. Thanks so much for your time today. And yeah, good luck with everything. Thank you very much. All right, you take care. Well, everybody, that was Caroline Cuthbertson from Sky Bearing Gaming. If you'd like to find out more about Caroline and what she's up to in any of the bits that we've talked about in the show, please check out the show notes. So, that concludes today's episode i hope you've enjoyed it found it interesting and heard something maybe that will help you become a stickier more successful business from the inside going forward if you have please like comment and subscribe it really helps i'm andy gorham and you've been listening to the sticky from the inside podcast until next time thanks for listening